0: Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the Small Seed Big Impact Podcast. We hope these episodes plant seeds that inspire big impacts in your life. Shane and I are your hosts. Don't hesitate to reach out to us on social media and let us know what you thought of this week's episode. All right, y'all. Enjoy. Enjoy. Hey guys! New decade, new day, another dollar, new year—the first, that? <laughs> I don't know. the first episode of 2020.
1: Is this going up this week?
0: No, but we're recording the first episode in 2020. Oh, maybe it is. I don't know. I haven't I decided have yet. I have no idea. We might put out a guest appearance. Ta-da. Who will it be?
1: so many these people to guess from.
0: <laughs> there actually are a lot of people for people to guess from. Three. Hmm? Three. Right now. Yeah. But you never know.
1: Three BTS if you follow us on social media.
0: Yeah. If you know, then you know. If you don't, start following us on Instagram. Because I'm that's where sure we put if, everything I'm, out.
1: Yeah. If you listen to this podcast, there's probably no way you know about it unless you follow us on Instagram right now.
0: <laughs> True. Because we've never done... Or follow one of us.
1: Yeah. I mean... I feel like everyone who follows us probably follows Small C.
0: True, true. Maybe not. For the most part. I feel like
1: people who listen to this would do both. Yeah. Agreed. For the fans.
0: So we're going to do a little question Q&A, question and answer. We took some questions uh, around Christmas time,
1: I think. Before that. What? It's January 2nd, and I hope all you New Year New Me people are actually doing your job.
0: Are crushing your goals, because so far we're doing it.
1: Yeah, pretty good. Well, we started I think before New Year's, but yeah.
0: Yeah, but actually, last night I was my first night I started journaling, so
1: I plan on staying.
0: I plan on staying strong with that.
1: And we got back to bedtime before bed reading.
0: Oh yeah, which I needed that. And oddly
1: enough, I woke up with good ideas today.
0: I know. Me too. I woke up so refreshed. Guys, don't go. Don't watch TV immediately before you go to bed. Even if you're going to watch TV and then get tired, take like then twenty minutes Uh, to unwind your mind. TV
1: when they go to bed, fucking. Losers. Oh,
0: yeah. That's so if you have a TV in your bedroom, get it out of your bedroom. That's what you need to do first of all. Take that TV out of your room. So, like yeah. that's, not doing any, that's not doing anything for you. Yeah,
1: Don't like, you should have at least like some kind of like five or 10 minute routine, which you do. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if we watch TV to like, oh wow, we watched it really late and got to go to bed. Like you still go upstairs and you have a routine and it probably takes you 10 minutes. 12 minutes yeah. before you like hop into bed. But yeah. what? But also if you're on your phone scrolling it's the same as watching T V.
0: Yeah. No, that's why. I think like so one of the things that I wanted to get back into, which we did last night and like plan on continuing to do, is reading before bed. Like sometimes I can read for like last night I read for like thirty minutes, but I was pretty did proud we read of myself. Long time? Yeah. I read, I read for read a long three chapters. time. But oh I read literally one chapter.
1: But your book's longer. Mine are like letters.
0: Oh. Uh, but what book are you reading? Uh
1: letters to my son
0: letters to my son what's it about
1: letters so far to my son. uh right well chapter one chapter three it's just kind of um it's mostly talking about masculinity i think like the male the male role the male role in another male's life and you know, it's talking about like how his father had to be a certain way he had to be a certain way and how his son will have to be a different way like like, every time period has demanded, like, a different version of the quote-unquote oh, yeah. man. yeah. That's cool. But then, like, this last chapter was really cool because it was talking about how people confuse being a male with being a man. And I thought that was pretty neat. Basically being, like, like if you're a male, like, as a species, yeah, like you yeah. have to be an alpha. You have to be aggressive. All that jazz that comes with, like, you know, typical douchebag things. Yeah. Versus being a man is about, like, being responsible and credible and showing up in, like, open And it was just like, it's, I'm sure it will blossom into more of that, but it was talking about how his father's like older group and he was born in the depression. Yeah. Born in the depression. So he was like, he was always a really good man and did a lot of things and helped a lot of people, but he never showed emotion, which was pretty cool. And then this father's talking about, he didn't really talk about himself that much, but he was talking about how like he became that way and how like.
0: The father became that way because of his father.
1: The, the, this father is trying to do like opposite because his father. And he's basically saying like whether whether we know it or not, whether like we imitate or we do like the complete opposite because we didn't like it, or if you have like a fatherless home, like you're always like trying to go after something you never had. But it was just it's an interesting book so far. Well, it's only chapter three. Cool. Yeah.
0: I read one chapter of my book. What are you reading? I'm reading. What is it called? Something strangers. Don't. What is it called?
1: I don't know. I got it for you.
0: Um, it's a Mal- It's Malcolm Gladwell's new book, Talk- talking, talking, to "Talking to Strangers." I think yeah. it's called "Talking to Strangers." It's good. I literally love him and all of his books, but it's his newest book. It's super relevant. It's like all the cases that have happened in the media with, um, like injustice, basically, and yeah, the first chapter
1: about it's about injustice.
0: So that's like what like kind of the premise of the stories that are in his book are about.
1: Interesting. Maybe I'll read so that So it's one. about
0: different cases. Yeah, it's about different cases and, like, why. So I think I was telling you last night, but it's, it's basically about, like, why, like who strangers are to us and why we act certain ways to strangers and, like, how we can, un, I think at the end of the book, it's going to be, like, how we can understand strangers better so that we're it's not been, put in a situation. It's about,
1: like, being non-judgmental.
0: I think so, or I think it's about yeah, being able to see from both sides Maybe. of the picture. I can see that. So yeah, because remember I was telling you the first Kate, the first the opening like whatever that's called the beginning. What's that called? The opening, not story, but like before even the first chapter. Wow, I don't freaking know. I don't know. Preface? <laughs> yeah, I think that's what it's called. No,
1: it's called. <laughs> sorry, Purface?
0: sorry, all the book people, we don't know what that's called. Forward? <laughs> yes, forward the forward. I think a, it's the yeah. forward. Well, it was just a story about so. I think he wrote this book during the time of, like, the Black Lives Matter movement because it, it opens up with, like, the original, the one of the first cases that was kind of, like, launched that movement in action. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That one launched, launched everyone. Shot.
0: Yeah. So, and then it kind of, like, opened up into a bigger thing. But, yeah. It's a pretty good book so far. I'm excited to read it. His books are always, like, easy reads. Oh, another thing you should do at night if you're going to read is do an easy read book. I don't think you should be trying to read, like, some... Remember we tried to read The Biology of Belief.
1: And it was like yeah, that was, like, a lot of so science.
0: and that, like I was That's, just very, like, that's oh very true.
1: There's some books that are, like, business and, like, entrepreneurship or even, like, self-help related that I've tried during that night that I just cannot. Because it's a lot of, it's a lot of information that I'm trying to process. She went upstairs.
0: Sorry. That's our cat again, guys.
1: Sonny is being a bully because he's a French bulldog.
0: Okay, boy. Um, yeah, so there are certain books that I can't read either. Well, read one either I literally read cannot. Read
1: you like. Yeah. At nighttime. Yeah. Like, information processing, you should read during the daytime, because then you have all day to, like, go through it and maybe apply it, but, like, and then the one you read at nighttime can be information-based, but it has to be something that you, are like, genuinely love the flow of, mm-hmm. the writer, um, something that you don't need to take a lot of notes on or any notes at all would be nice. Because some books need to... Like some books, there's... You want I, I to want highlight. To take, yeah, 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 highlight, exactly. take notes. Like you should just... They should... Yeah, they should be more... An easy read. But also story-based.
0: yeah. So like yeah, if you like a certain genre, then it short, should be stories, like exactly. well, short stories like that
1: short stories. Yeah,
0: that's why I like his books. But yeah,
1: it should not be like factual information.
0: <laughs> Too much information. You won't go to sleep. Yeah. Well, also, then you can't get into it, and then you just feel like at least me. Then I'm like, okay, I read like two pages, and this like sucked, and it wasn't a good
1: experience. And this should go without saying, but it should not be anything horror based either, <laughs> because you're going oh, you're to sleep. At you're night sleep. And, you're gonna, oh yeah, you're, you're gonna, gonna dreams. get bad dream. Yeah, nothing like adrenaline or horror. <laughs> FYI. So none of your
0: sex novels at night.
1: I mean, those are probably fine.
0: I mean, don't those, those run probably, your adrenaline?
1: I mean, not my adrenaline, but
0: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they get you right at night, falls asleep. Anyway, midnight boner.
1: Midnight boner.
0: <laughs> Just kidding.
1: Anyway, inappropriate.
0: <laughs> but yeah, hopefully those are the two things we've been up to that I was like, I definitely need to apply. On the
1: first, have you started your meditation yet?
0: Yeah, I did that yesterday.
1: Oh, see, that yeah, too, because that was something we talked about, like the last podcast, podcast before that.
0: Yeah, you guys, I'm a whack. I'm whack. <laughs> I started on the first when no, I said I wasn't going to, but I did. I started on the first. Sometimes I do like, as much as like, I don't believe in starting like on the first, but I also do like the like knowing that it's like a new beginning. Fresh, I mean, you can start fresh, you know.
1: This one's pretty significant because it's a whole new decade which I think just adds
0: to the yeah to the so like the,
1: the magical power of it I exactly. suppose it would be for lack of a better term.
0: What happened in the last 10 years of your life?
1: I'm going to write a post about that.
0: Just give me a little, give me a little preview. Not everybody who not everybody who listens on here is going gonna...
1: <sighs> to Come on, I've been mapping in my head for 2 days Okay, I, so I tell me. Let's see. So, 2010 I went to prison. 2013, right before 2013, I got out of prison. I met Holly a few months later.
0: We didn't meet in 2000. Oh yeah.
1: This is my relationship. <laughs> she remembers nothing. Sorry, okay, go. ever. <laughs> go, go. So 2010 starts. Yeah. So March 2010 went to prison, and then I was 20 years old. And then I got released right before 2013, late de- late December. I met Holly in June. 2013, and then uh, February 2014, I moved to California. Holly was already there because she left before me. And then this is just my life; it's not our life.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, this is your life. I'm gonna give a recap of mine.
1: Great. (laughs) Anyway, uh, 2014, we moved to California. And then, three months later, I started at a company, a startup company, in the super lowest level position. Six months into that, it was November 2014, I was, it was like a startup, so like, titles don't really matter, but essentially, I became the COO, and started running a company. That was, this is pretty, this is cool for me, it was only, it was doing 1.6 million at the end of the year, which may not mean anything to anybody, but to me, this is cool, because at the end, it's going to make sense. 2015... I got my first BMW. Mm -hmm. 2015, in August, I proposed to Holly on a private hot air balloon.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. 2016, I got my Harley, my first Harley. And then, fast forward to 2017. Wait. Yep, 2017, Holly and I got married on a private island.
0: Yeah, Lots
1: of good things happening. And then
0: mostly
1: just all the good things that are around me, so yes, thanks. <laughs> Pe- hey, my company, my company job I was kidding, not I on kidding,
0: you I'm anyway. <laughs> yeah.
1: rude. Um, 2017, right after the wedding, Holly started small seed and I helped her do it a little bit, but she really started it. And then later, a few months later, after that, I left my company job, which I scaled to 10 million. I was the acting, I was like COO, I was acting CEO because the owner was never around and I just did everything. And that was pretty cool. That was like cool for me to go from like being in prison to seven years later, running a $10 million company is pretty neat, which means absolutely nothing because making $10 million as a company really means you make like a hundred grand. But anyway, it's cool. (laughs) when we're doing 10 million, it means it's nothing. It's cool on paper. It is really cool to say. And then I left that. And helped Holly more with Small Seed and started doing like personal training, which I absolutely hated because I went <laughs> from being like a, I went from a structured company of like being a boss to basically a shit industry job. But anyway, and then a few months later, Holly became pregnant. And then we decided that we have to leave California because we can have a baby in a business. So in 2018, it's a long recap.
0: This is a long This is gonna help weird. me
1: write my post later, it's good. Perfect. In January 24th, 2018, we decided to leave California. Um, Lolly and Pop, who is Holly's parents, drove all the way across the country with us. We stopped at some pretty significant things like Grand Canyon, uh, Nashville, some other shit I don't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> some pretty significant My car person. got broken I'm into in like, Albuquerque. No. New Mexico yes. sucks, guys.
0: New Mexico does um, suck. It's actually, <laughs> has
1: like the highest snatch and grab car rate. Right, car, crime, whatever it's called. Yeah, anyway, break-in. Break-ins. In, break. um, and then we moved to North Carolina, and we were very fortunate. We stayed with Holly's cousins until we found our home in Raleigh, which we moved to the day after my 28th, 29th, my 29th birthday. Um, so it was May 2018. We moved to Raleigh, officially, which is where we are now. Two months after that, Oprah Grace was born which is also a pretty significant thing. So, uh, I almost messed that up. July 16th. I almost, I almost switched those two numbers. July 16th, 2018, Opal was born. October 2018, Holly and I moved into our first house together. We always lived in, like, townhomes, apartments, stuff like that. And, like, we rented a house in San Diego, but we moved into our official first house. Um, and then... 2019 came and we're just doing the same shit <laughs> and we're, we're running a company and raising raising a baby and i think that recaps everything
0: well in 2019 oh, was your first modeling events wasn't it 2019 you, you like you went to your first event now i went, it's in 2020.
1: Late, I went, I went in late 18 oh you did it Was my first that was your first event well that was my first one with with where I met Sam, yeah, but I wasn't like it wasn't a book signing. It was oh, it was a book signing. I was an it was an event, model. yeah. Um, but yeah, I forgot about that. In 2017, I started modeling. Obviously, that means nothing to me because I didn't add it to my bulletin point. <laughs> but uh-huh. it's fun. I enjoy it. It's nice, and
0: it's also cool because it's a whole separate world that you've like gotten into.
1: Yeah, you it know, is, it is really neat. If I could, if I could expand, I would really enjoy it if I did. If I like cared enough to put effort into like maybe doing like more like sports style modeling but i don't want to like go take headshots and submit them to. Play. This is too much effort like i don't, yeah, really, yeah. I don't care like it's cool because it found me and i didn't really find it and i'm enjoying it and i'll do it for a couple years and then i'll be too busy running my future 800 million dollar company <laughs> affirmations law of attraction just saying so wait i think that recaps oh and i turned 30 this year
0: yeah, you did. And No, you oh, turned no, thirty five
1: <laughs> It's almost a year. So yeah, so I went from twenty, prison, thirty, married, business owner, baby, model,
0: B B B
1: boss. Boss in a ten year period. So I would actually, I think I have a cool. I probably have the coolest one that I've seen so far. Yeah. From like prison. I don't, I don't know anyone who went from like that extreme left. In my post, I was gonna. I was also gonna be like. I was also gonna make a bulletin and be like. Went to prison, became broke. Moved to California, ran a company, became rich. Started my company, became really broke, <laughs> and stayed broke. <laughs> and, here I am. and
0: here I am, broker than when I was in prison. <laughs> the brokeest I've ever been in
1: my life. That's actually real facts, people. That's probably something I, I, we should talk about more. Oh like, like want like wanna... everyone thinks like, but even people who know us are like, wow, like you're doing so good, you're doing so much stuff, and they just think we have money. how well, little do they know, we're just like
0: borrowing yeah. money
1: and scraping pennies to do everything we can
0: yeah no I it's like funny because i feel like that's what that's, so many people say they want to have their own business and like they think that like the entrepreneur world is like this magical like fairyland that's going to be so great and they're going to have all this money they're going to be able to travel or like do whatever they want buy cars buy houses whatever it is but it's like literally no one wants to go through even even like like, for me, last year, like, that was, like, pretty, like, stressful. Because I feel like... 2019's
1: been the hardest year. Yeah,
0: because I feel like yeah. I'm usually... Like, I at least have usually have, like, some... Like, ever since I started working when I was little, like, 12 years old babysitting, like, I feel like I've always had, like, some money in the bank. But, like, literally, like, having no money in the bank is just, like, you know... Having negative me, money in the bank. Yeah, like, for me, like, that was, like, a really like, stressful, like, hard thing yeah. to get over. I feel like I'm, like, at a point now where I've, like, accepted the fact that, like, this is what I have to go flip. through. To Yeah, exactly. Like, this is what I have to go through to get where I want to be and I'm, like, willing to go through it. But I do feel like a lot of people would not be able to go to that place <clears throat> to go completely broke and then, like, see the future right. and be willing to go completely it's, it's broke hard. knowing that, okay... Me in the state this is not me permanently. And I'm not going to stress about me in the state right now because I need to be in the state in order to get where we're going.
1: This is the aspect of faith. And, but, like, most people want security. But faith is, like, the opposite of security. It's, like, you have to act believing an outcome will happen even though you have no idea if it actually will. So mo- most people just won't do it.
0: Well, yeah. And also, it was, who the
1: hell wants, like, who wants to be, like, hmm, let me risk, like, literally the amount, amount of money it takes to, like, start – like a, oh, it's like different if you're like if you're like doing like the rich the get rich quick schemes, <laughs> you're gonna be not fulfilled and you're gonna lose all your money anyway. But even if like if you're like starting a business while working somewhere else, it's not the same. Like a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I'm my own person. I'm like yeah, you're stay at home blah blah blah, male or female, and you like do online personal training. I'm like that's not a business. Or it's like you sell products through like a pyramid Another scheme. Company, yeah. That's not a business either, guys. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about real product, real service, brand, or, yeah. culture, like. That's not what I'm talking about. So this is, like, this doesn't apply to those people. Not that, you know, you don't hustle in your own way. It's just completely different.
0: It's also completely different starting. Anybody out there who wants to start a business and you don't have kids yet, start sooner than later. Because having Opal made
1: everything everything
0: so much more difficult and made, like, the whole entire entrepreneurial process way more stressful. Because not only do you want to be able to take care of your kid – so you want to have the money to be able to take care of your like children, but it's also the time. You want to be able to spend time with your child and like grow your child and make sure that they're becoming a good person and you're teaching them and being present in their life. At the same time, you have no time in your day. You're, all of your time in your day should be going towards growing your business. So I feel like it's a really hard that's my balance, struggle. huh?
1: That's always my struggle. I've always been able to work really long hours and like even like not see you for. Like what would feel like days at time because I'd only come home when you were sleeping, but like it's different with Opal now. It adds like it makes me hate working, actually,
0: because you're there. Because you I want miss to her. Be able to see her right now. Yeah, Because yeah, exactly. I won't
1: be able to. Like that's what I mean. Like so. for bedtime all around, and I'm fucking. I'll just become miserable, and then ult- and then it like creates like a turmoil where I hate the company. Because I miss Opal. Yeah. But I need the company. And I really do love the company. I want to build it. And I need it to, like, secure her future. It's more just,
0: like, when you're super busy like, and you haven't seen her in a couple, couple days.
1: It just makes me resentful. Yeah. It's weird.
0: No, it makes sense. That's why sometimes, like, when, if I'll have, like, the sitters here multiple days in a row and I feel like, oh, my God, I haven't seen her in, like, four days. I'm like, Opal, I miss you. I love you. That's why I'm always like, oh, I can imagine you are at the kitchen all day and you don't see her. And that's like really hard. And
1: that, was a, and that was a lot at the beginning of last year, like the beginning, of last year, because our process was slower too. Like we're better and faster now, but I like didn't see her for lots of time, so I would never see her.:
0: Yeah, I know, because you would always year. well, you'd work out, see her in the morning and then and then be off to the kitchen for the rest of the day. Now it's like a little, we're finding like a little bit more of a better balance, but yeah. Basically, if you want to start your own business and you don't have kids, I think that this is a major reason why a lot of people don't have kids. Yeah, there's a lot of entrepreneurs If you look at the entrepreneurs, yeah, who just don't have kids or they don't have kids until they're older and semi-established or already established, because throwing a kid in the mix makes it a lot more difficult. Not to say that you can't do it because we are doing it, but it could be difficult.
1: All right, so tell me what you've done in the last decade.
0: Oh, yeah, about that. 2010, junior year of high school, partying of the... that. was like my crazy, uh, how old are you when you were junior? 6, 17? I think I was 17.
1: Or 2010?
0: I think so. Yeah. Right? Because then you're 18 when you graduate. Mm-hmm. 16, 17, just got a car, got my car that year. I was the first friend to have a car, but yeah, I feel like my junior year was like my craziest party year junior of year all my school. years. Yeah, 2010. Year. Yes, <laughs> junior year of high school. We came from we come from a place where you start things very young. I feel like we were just having this conversation.
1: Yeah, Western Massachusetts matures on all the bad shit fast.
0: Yeah, like you just do everything early. So yeah, that was my crazy year, and then, so then senior year was 2011. Graduated high school and started college that year too. Where'd you go? University of Hartford. Went to University of Hartford for two years. Met my bestie over there.
1: You have like hundred besties. I
0: know. Met one of my besties over there, and then then two years later, what's that? 2013. Yep. Met Shane. I'm trying to think. Did anything happen in those two years of me being there? I can't remember. <laughs> <Then> no. <laughs> no, I have not. the worst memory ever, guys. You're,
1: well, I feel like you. All, that's good because you only remember significant things going through this decade. Um. Bullet, bullet point. Yep.
0: Yeah, graduated. Or no. So yeah. So then I got my associate's degree. Graduated University of Hartford. It's like associate's program. And then met Shane that summer. Literally spent every single day together of the summer. And because. Because,
1: what? You were leaving. Oh, because yeah. Because I was to- leaving. Yeah.
0: Oh, and so, yeah, I got accepted to University of San Diego, was going to San Diego, moving to San Diego in August. So, when I met Shane, I was like, yes, it's probably, like, nothing serious.
1: I should intervene right here. What? What? When you met me, you're just like, I just want a side piece all summer long.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really thought that he was just gonna be like a little thing because both of my best friends at the time both had boyfriends. So I was like, this summer's so whack. Like, my friends are just with <laughs> like, their boys. Like, I'm about to leave. Like, so I'm Shane. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy's like pretty good looking. Like, he looks like he could be fun for the summer. Yeah, a little did I know. Then, yeah, he wanted to date me like two days after hanging out. He literally asked me to be your girlfriend like after a week of hanging out. Yeah. And I denied you. Yeah, you did. For a week.
1: Because <laughs> you a hoe. That's why.
0: You asked me. I was like, no. <laughs> Anyways, yep. Then in August, I moved to San Diego <clears throat> to go to University of San Diego. Was there for three years? Three years. In that time, worked at multiple startups, which that was like pretty significant points in my life. Worked for a socially conscious dating app. Nectar worked for Elite Lifestyle, which was like a woman's clothing company for triathletes, and then worked for Call Me Beautiful, which was
1: uh. I think that was your best one. Call Me Beautiful. Yeah, because I think she like gave you more things. She was also more established.
0: Um, yeah, I think.
1: Uh, I think business wise.
0: I think Nectar was really good though because I got to try a lot of things. Like I feel yeah. like for me, Nectar was like where I really got to. I got. To, I was kind of like using nectar and trying things, and then seeing what worked, and then using them on Call Me Beautiful because I had crossover for about a year of working yeah. at both of them. Okay, yeah, I could see that. But yeah, yeah um, definitely with Lauren, like her business was grow. She was very good at business, and she her business was growing. So I was there like in the whole growing phase of it, which was pretty cool. And then graduated. Tried to get a job in the corporate world and was like, this mother effing sucks. My brother moved to San Diego, spent a couple months, <laughs> spent like a month just going around to all the places in San Diego that Shane and I never visited because, like Shane said, he literally was working all the time, so didn't really do anything for that first couple years of San Diego. I
1: didn't do anything until the last like The last year? When I yeah. I quit.
0: And <laughs> then... <laughs> and then got engaged. Oh, I got engaged actually my last year, my last semester, right? Yep. Of college. Got engaged my last semester of college, which was 2015. 15.
1: Yeah, cuz then you graduated 16, like January 16 or December 15. Oh, right, yeah.
0: College, yeah. You're right. But yep, then graduated. I know. <laughs> actually, I have the worst memory why am I recapping this? <laughs> I'm <was> curious <laughs> what you'd say. Yep, was in San Diego, moved to a couple different places. Got Sunny. You forgot to add Sunny. Oh, yeah. he was, so was a highlight a of life.
1: Spent. All he was money
0: a on sad sunny. highlight. <laughs> and then got married on a private island in Jamaica, which was so much fun. And then came back, and then came back, had another reception wedding in Massachusetts. Then got Sunny. Then I went got sunny to. you stayed longer. Yeah. Then went to the Hillsong conference. Found out I was pregnant after because I just heard a little voice in my head saying take a pregnancy test and I was like I'm fine and then I wasn't fine you were fine <laughs> I was fine but I wasn't fine <laughs> you were fine <laughs> and then yeah then we then we were like okay oh my god small seed I almost forgot about small seed started small seed while I was working in the industry, because originally I started writing a business plan. So, okay, let me back up a little bit. <laughs> thought I was going to... try to apply to, like, a bunch of corporate jobs because I was in college, and that's what they tell you in college, like, apply to corporate jobs. So I was like, okay, I need money. I need to go to a corporate job. But also I really wanted to work with a startup, but I was, like, having a really hard time finding a startup that would also be able to pay me. So that was, like, one of the main things. So I was still with my startup Call Me Beautiful while I was looking for other jobs. And then... Worked one corporate job for like four months. Was it even four months? Two months? One month? Li- yeah. It
1: was not. It was.
0: it was, it was not only one month. It, really was. it was a couple months. It was four weeks. I don't think so.
1: It absolutely was.
0: Anyways, worst decision I ever made in my life. Worst possible thing I could have ever done. To me, the corporate world is just awful. Or at least this company's like the way that they had portrayed the corporate world was like the worst thing in the world. So. Yeah, when we got, then I started Small seed like, on the side. And then once we got back from the wedding, we, like, actually took it to the farmer's markets and kind of made it into more of a business. And then I was doing that while working industry jobs, because after my corporate job, I thought I was going to start a cafe. So I wrote an entire business plan, like, a 100-page business plan.
1: <laughs> it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, it was good. It'll be there's, good, like, There's for, actually
1: some recipes on that, that you should make in our house right now.
0: It'll be good for future, future things that we have planned
1: but because of that we got we went to portland oregon to check out the scene and we visited raleigh
0: yeah yes which was the main reason we actually came to raleigh was because i was thinking about opening the cafe here which it still needs a cafe like that yeah so. guys
1: raleigh sucks with the food scene
0: yeah can like, we get some durham food sucks. in raleigh
1: seriously i don't know why i'm not i don't know i want to travel 40 minutes i just want, also, yeah, raleigh, I want it to be Raleigh's right here population is like oh, 10x the size of durham i don't understand I just don't get it. I don't understand why there's not a food place in, like, Little... Either, like, downtown or, why there's or not a North food scene. Yeah,
0: like, how is there not a food scene At least here? Give me, like,
1: a couple of good places. At least like there's one. A, there's no breakfast place. I know. There's, like, no good breakfast place.
0: There's also just no good food place in general. That's true. There's not really, like, anything... And by good, we mean, like, clean food. Clean, healthy. Food. <laughs> like, clean, healthy food. On trend. Because, yeah. And, yeah, like, presentation, because I'm, like, all about presentation, so it's got to look pretty... The vibes got to be a good vibe in there.
1: Honestly, I just don't want to feel sick after I eat food.
0: Yeah, like I just
1: every I don't eat out often, and every time I do, I just get sick.
0: I know. I think it's the oils in the
1: food for you. It's because they're cheap. They're using. They're like, oh yeah, made with olive oil, ten percent olive oil. <laughs> you know, like companies you it's can old. buy. Like, yeah, 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 it's mixed. It's
0: like mixed. Yeah, I've seen that before. And all right, back to, bullet right, back to my bullet points. Then moved to North Carolina, got wicked depressed. <laughs> Seriously. And then came out of our funk, rebranded Small Seed, and started getting into more of the retail side on Small Seed, and then had Little Miss Opal Grace, and then bought a house, and then the end.
1: And then to be continued.
0: And then to be continued. If
1: any of you ever wonder why I never know anything that's going on, It's because of how she just told her story. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying.
0: I know. I feel like I can't really tell stories because then I remember a part of the story I want to tell. So I have to go back and tell that part and then I got to jump forward again. So it's like, you know, sometimes when you're watching a movie. This is how
1: you retell me everything. (laughs) You know when you're. You just skip parts and you think (laughs) you told me them. I swear. You're like, yeah, this. And I'm like, you didn't say that at all. But like the whole thing we've all. I don't know. If I do, it's less frequently.
0: It's true. I won't state, like, the actual, I'll, like, be telling you a story about someone I was talking to, but I won't tell you who I was talking to, so I'll have right. start telling or the purpose a story. of it. Like,
1: it's like telling a story without the, I don't know, I don't understand.
0: Without the plot?
1: Without, yeah. Like, I don't know the characters or the plot. Like, what's the relevance of the story? Sometimes I'm just like, why are you telling me this?
0: Wow, because we wouldn't talk in our relationship. There would be no sound in our relationship if I didn't speak.
1: Sunny's snoring is fine. <laughs> All
0: right, fine. That's what you can hear. Sunny's a little snoring.
1: <laughs> anyway, so that's our twenty. That's our twenty tens recap.
0: Yeah, I'm sure much more happened if I actually thought about it. But I mean, those are the highlights.
1: The, yeah, the big. I think the biggest thing. Graduated
0: is co- high school. Graduated college. Graduated college again. Moved to San Diego. Opa started a business. Had Opa moved to Raleigh. And got the, married. Got
1: married.
0: Yeah. not. Okay. All
1: right. Now, back to the purpose of this podcast. For everyone who just listened to the last 30 minutes, thank you. 30
0: minutes in? Are we still gonna do a Q&A? Yeah,
1: what is, we got a few questions.
0: Let's save the QA for another one. This will just be a short one. Okay. All right. Sorry for everyone who was waiting for their questions. Now you can I, submit new. I
1: feel like our little back and forth people will probably find humorous. Most people find us funny when we just babble banter to each other. back and
0: forth.
1: Yeah. They think, they're like, how are these two together and how do they get shit done?
0: Uh, the answer is we don't know, and we also don't know.
1: That's very true.
0: <laughs> how are we together? The story of my last seven. How are we of my together? Life. Opposites attract. Yeah. And how do we get shit done? Same exactly.
1: Because you get some shit done, I get other shit done.
0: Exactly, because we're opposite. We're getting opposite <laughs> shit done. Well, All right. What is any anything you have? So at the end of this decade, you're going to be. I'll Almost. be forty. Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> I just scared. turned I just turn be 30 40 last year. Years old. At the beginning
1: at the beginning of 2030, I'll be 40. Wow. That's nuts. You'll be 36, 37. Yeah, I'll
0: be a young vibrant gal. Yes.
1: You're gonna be an yes, old man
0: painting your fence.
1: Why, why why would I paint my fence? <laughs>
0: exactly. Why would you? I wouldn't. <laughs> That's easy. <laughs> remember what was i gonna ask you
1: i don't know i felt like you were going somewhere
0: okay
1: but it's relevant now
0: okay well maybe this week we'll just do a short week <laughs> <laughs> okay you want to say anything else
1: happy 2020
0: 2020 bitches get your goals
1: all right turn this off
0: <laughs> go rate and review
1: oh yeah and share it.
0: And share. I know.
1: We had a lot of shares in the beginning, and then I got sick, and we fell off a little bit. However, I've been getting DMs again and people listening to it, and they think I'm funny as fuck. So just go talk. Just post it on your story and talk some shit about it. And uh, that's all I ask.
0: Okay. Thanks, guys.